Welcome to Unlock Your Wellbeing, the podcast that teaches you the simple keys to health and happiness so that you can grow as a human being into a well-being. And now here's your host, author, certified wellness coach, mother, and wife, Alicia Leadham. OMG, you guys, this episode is brought to you by my book that is coming to you very soon called The Six Gold Keys to Wellbeing, A Guide to Unlocking a Happy and Healthy Life. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We have an official launch date, and that date is Friday, April 29th. 2022. So if you would like to have the first access to purchasing this book from Amazon, you can head to my website, alishaleedham.com to sign up for the book launch list. So this book is my uh, framework. That's a holistic approach to well-being. And in it, I offer simple and practical tools for living a healthier and more fulfilling life, including developing resilience against stress and negative emotions. These six keys will help you to stay calm during difficulty, bounce back quickly, and return to a state of balance and harmony so that you can truly live your best and most fulfilling life. I'm so excited for this, you guys. Wow. Cannot wait. So thank you for being here on the podcast and getting to be one of the first to know our official launch date. Now back to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode, episode number 10 of Unlock Your Wellbeing with Alicia Leadham. And happy spring! Yay! We've officially had the spring equinox, and as I look at my uh, my uh, clock right now, it just turned 1.11 p.m., and so I feel like we are... We're vibing, you guys. We are doing well and we're connected to all of the things. Our spirit is lifted. We are ready to just dive into this next level, this next phase of of our becoming, of our blossoming, of our being. And so if you're listening to this, then you are a part of that as well. So get really, really excited. I hope that you can feel the energy and like the shifting um, of uh, the energies from this season, right? I personally believe that it's just so important that we are able to be so in tune and in flow with the seasons around us because we are a part of nature. Okay. We are not like nature. We are nature. In fact, my acupuncturist told me this a few weeks ago and it was just the coolest thing ever. He, he said to me, you have to, you have to know your body is not like nature. Your body is nature itself. We are nature. And I was just like, oh my gosh, amazing. Amazing, right? It's so true. So what I'm going to do in this episode for you guys is give you six ways to help you refresh your wellness routine for spring. Refresh it for spring. Because one of the... um things that I love about spring is that it's really all about new beginnings, new life, birthing things into the world, right? Like seeing seeds kind of come to life, planting our seeds, um, just getting really intentional 
with uh, what where we're going, like coming alive again, right? We're coming out from our cocoons and we're stepping out into the world and like, this is me, I'm back and I'm out and I'm here. And um, I just think that when we are able to be really intentional with where it is we're going and what we plan on doing, especially in this time of year, then you can really harness the power of this energy. Um, a lot of people really believe, um, and, and astrology says this too, that spring is considered the actual new year. Okay, so this is like the true new year, right? The new beginning. So if you haven't yet um, set intentions for yourself, your life, your work, etc. for this year, then consider doing that now because right now is still a really, really beautiful time to, um, you know, harness that energy. And I'm sure that you guys can feel that. Um, so everything that I'm going to share with you today are really seeds of um, blossoming, that you are planting and know that every seed that you plant of change and you water that, meaning you take care of it and you tend to it and you follow through and you do those things, you are um, growing, okay? And you are changing. And what I'm all about and what I teach my clients is that lasting change, like lasting transformational change is a slow burn. It's not something that happens quickly overnight. Um, and so every little thing you do, even listening to this podcast or any kind of um, uh, podcast or audiobook or uh, music that helps you to plant seeds of change in your mind and then you go and you follow through on those, you eventually will wake up one day and be like, whoa, how did I change my life? How, how do I feel so much different? How do I feel so much better? Because you've been planting these seeds and you've been growing them and all of a sudden you realize that you've become this different person. It's not something that happens overnight. So let's harness this energy together um, and here's some things that you can do, okay? And in no particular order, um, but let's just dive in. Okay, so number one, is to spend as much time in the sun as you can, okay? Spend as much time in the sun as you can. The sun is incredibly healing and incredibly powerful for helping us to tap into our personal power and to tap into that area and that part of ourselves that takes action. Um, not to mention uh, the beautiful vitamin D that we get that is responsible for so much in our bodies and in our moods and in our well-being. Um, and the best way to get access to that is spending time in the sun without anything covering your skin, including um, sunscreen, at least for a little bit, at least for 20 minutes a day. Okay. Um, and preferably morning sun if possible, um, because the morning sun helps to uh, reset your uh, sleep cycle and it'll help you sleep easier at night. So spend as much time as you can in the sun and just notice how it's healing you. I probably don't tell you this because everyone's so pumped about the sun in the spring um, because we've missed it so much, but uh, just make it uh, a point to go and um, get outside when the sun is out and just be in it. And bonus points if you ground with it, meaning you walk barefoot outside, you touch the tree um, because that's healing uh, your body as well. Okay, 
Number two, this is a time of year to change up your diet and your exercise routines. Uh, Actually, every season is a time to change it. So I'll be talking about this every season like I always have. Um, But for spring season, what are some things to do to change up your diet? Okay, so what we've just finished is a season of of comfort foods, right? So winter was very much a time of lots of soups, lots of slow cooking, um, heavy foods, meats, cheeses, you know, things that are super hearty that um, you really crave when you're like, you know, bundled up and at home. And so now you might notice that you're just naturally starting to crave more lighter foods and more, um, uh, veggies like salads, um, herbs, you're just feeling like you want a little bit more like lighter things. Okay. Uh, and that's on purpose. That's because our bodies again, are nature itself. Um, and so let yourself be drawn to that. Now at the time of this recording, you know, it's, um, we're just right after the spring equinox. So spring uh, foods have not sprouted yet, okay, quite yet, but we're heading into that. And so you're going to start to see more available in the grocery store. Um, and, you know, preferably if you are connected with your local farmer um, or have a, like a local um, CSA where you are able to get your uh, veggies from, connect with them now, get that set up so that you can get your local fruits and veggies uh, as they as they arrive for you. So changing up your diet, let yourself be drawn to eating um, lighter foods as you're more naturally drawn to that. And then also changing up your exercise routine. So in the spring, you might notice that you naturally are more attracted to wanting to do um, just moving your body for longer periods of time, almost like longer cardio, meaning like you want to go for long walks or long bike rides, or even want to start picking up running. Um, and you just kind of want to be outside and like, you just feel like you want to play again and move your body again. This is on purpose because our bodies know what's happening. And so allow yourself to change that up in some way. Um, I personally have decided to start a new, um, workout routine that I follow from someone. And I love changing up my um, workout routines based on the season. And so this one that I'm doing is very much more of like, has more hit uh, workouts, has more like longer steady state cardio. And it's just more like um, my heart rate is elevated throughout all of my workouts and all of my, uh, my weightlifting sessions. So change up your exercise, change up your diet, mix it up. Let's get it going. Okay. Number three, number three to refresh your wellness routine is to meditate for 20 minutes a day. Okay. Meditate for 20 minutes a day. Now, if your initial thought is, OMG, I do not have the time to do that. Um, there is a saying that I would like to share with you and it says, Um, meditate for 20 minutes a day. And if you have no time, meditate for an hour a day. (laughs) Um, and so meaning you need to meditate because you think you have no time. And, um, we actually always have time. We just are misdirecting our time and not knowing what to say no to or saying yes to too much. And, um, 
et cetera, et cetera. So meditate for 20 minutes a day. Now, if you absolutely need to break that up into two 10-minute sessions, you can absolutely do that. Do 10 minutes before you start your workday and then 10 minutes when you finish your workday and you go into the, you know, the latter half of your day. Or if you can, do it all in one sitting. Okay, this is going to really help you to tune into your heart, tune into your seeds of desire of what it is that you want, tune into that calm, uh, centered, uh, balanced place within you and help you really to find that beauty of um, just connecting to your spirit, which is something that you want to refresh right now and really revitalize and like really bring to life. So meditating for 20 minutes a day, see what happens. Okay, number four. Number four is to set some intentions for this spring season, okay? Now, one way to think about how and what intentions you're setting are what are the top three things that you're ready to create in your life? Um, So hopefully you have an idea of, of like a vision for your life of what you want, where you're going, um, how you want to feel, you know, how you want your days to be, um, and what it is that you're creating for your life. And so planting that seed of like, okay, this is what I intend to create is going to help you to tap into that energy of creation, which is the newness, right? Which is the born, um, again, energy that we're, accessing. So I'm going to give you an example of um, an intention I'm setting. So what I am personally doing in my life is really trying to get back to the basics of being as self-sustaining in my kitchen um, as possible. Okay. And so last year, it was just about a year ago at this time when uh, my husband and I, we were living in California in the mountains. My daughter was a few months old, four months old, three months old. Um, and out of nowhere, we made a very fast decision to sell that house, buy a new house in the Midwest and basically move closer to family. Um, And part of the intention of doing that was to um, have more space to eventually build a house on some land that we had had purchased that as a lot of land, you know, to create our, our, Uh, garden and can and you know do all of these things and so I have this like vision of kind of like a mini homestead in a way Um, but I know that that's not going to happen overnight it's not like I'm just going to wake up one day having built this home and now I'm homesteading right or now I know all the skills and have every know how to do everything and so how I'm easing into that is I've made the conscious decision is each year I kind of teach myself a new skill that I want to learn in the kitchen so that once I master that, then it becomes second nature and then I can have the capacity to take on something else the next year. So last year at this time, I set the intention that over the next spring and summer, I wanted to learn how to um, make and maintain my own sourdough starter. Um, And then I also 
wanted to um, purchase and start learning how to use my Instant Pot. Okay, two things that are now that now seem like really silly for me to say because they're so like part of my everyday life because I've mastered them. Um, but a year ago, I was intimidated. I'd never used an Instant Pot before. Um, and I really didn't even know what a sourdough starter was. I just knew that I wanted, um, any bread or, um, pastry or anything like that, that I make to be from scratch and to have all of the good, um, um, probiotics in it. Right. So I went ahead and I did that. Now the Instant Pot was super exciting to play with last year. I was doing all kinds of recipes and looking them up. And then once I got really familiar and comfortable with using the Instant Pot, I now use it pretty much on a daily basis now. And it's just, it's on the counter, super easy. Um, Even my mother-in-law, she's over here um, and sees me using it quite a bit. And that helped her to start using hers uh, more often. And she's actually told me that several times. So um, try not set the intention if you want to do that to use that, right? Same thing with my starter. I've had a few mishaps with it. I had to start over a few times because <laughs> I ruined it. Um, but now it's alive and bubbling. And if you know what a starter, sourdough starter is, you'd be very proud of me. If you want to learn how to use a sourdough starter or make one or why you'd want to make one and how to use it beyond just making loaves of bread, um, then I highly recommend you look into the blog called Farmhouse on Boone. Um, she is absolutely incredible. I'm so in love with what she teaches of how to um, cook from scratch for your family, basically, a very healthy ways. Uh, she has a cool YouTube channel that shows you how to do everything and everything on her, uh, blog as well. So I'll actually put a link to that in the comments or the description box for you. Okay. So that's what I set my intention for last year, where I'm going with this. Now for this year, my intention is to, um, start composting. Okay. Uh, that's super important to me. So we're just, looking into all the things of, okay, how do we want to do this? What would be the easiest way for us? Where do we want to set it up at? What materials do we have to buy for it? Et cetera, et cetera. And then the second thing is to learn how to can. Now, um, you don't really start canning until we have, you know, your abundance of fruits and veggies in the summer, because then you have all of your food to actually can. But I have already asked my mother-in-law, who is a pro at canning, if she will teach me um, how to can. And so that is, as you can see, you know, me getting closer to having this vision of like my root cellar and my home that I'm going to build someday, my next home, um, filled with all of the food that either I grew or someone local grew that I canned, that is all down there. But I'm learning how to do this now so I can amp that skill set up right? So that's what I mean by setting intentions for the season, getting really clear on the new things that you're creating in your life, whether that's for you, maybe it's something with your career, maybe it's something with your, um, with your home, uh, you know, any area of your life, your relationships that you are doing to be very intentional with. So write those down. What are three things that you are ready to create in your own life? And if you guys are interested, I will keep you updated on how my 
intentions of canning and composting go this year. I'm actually so pumped about it. Okay. Number five. Number five. I encourage you to set a um, a ritual, like establish a fun ritual with your family, preferably outside to uh, kind of put your stake down of like, all right, we are now in spring. We've entered this new season. Here we go. So uh, for example, what me, my husband and my daughter did, my family, is we knew that this is a year that we wanted to um, get our bikes, have my daughter get, we got her like one of those little carrier things, uh, that goes behind my bike and take it all around to all of the trails that are all over the driftless, which we're super pumped about. So over the winter, that's what we purchased again, setting intentions for where you're heading to next. And so we had, um, all of the bikes ready to go. And on the first, really almost a week before the first day, official day of spring of the spring equinox, it was warm enough for us to head outside and go out for the bike rides. And it was like freedom open, like here we are, this is our ritual. And so we decided that that's like our new family ritual that we'll do each year. So what are you going to do with your family? Um, maybe you all head outside and um, bring out all of the outdoor furniture together or you go out back and get the fire pit set up and set up your chairs to go out back for all of your bonfires that you want to have together something that like establishes this as a new season together is a very healing ritual not only for you to do yourself but to do um as a family okay so preferably doing this outside because obviously with the spring around the corner. Well, actually it's here. Okay. And the last thing, number six, the sixth way to refresh your wellness routine for spring is to clean your phone up. What do I mean by cleaning your phone up? Okay. Number one, highly encourage you to turn off all of your notifications on your phone. The reason for this is because you want to ideally create as little distractions from your life as possible. And anytime you have a notification on your phone, that is a distraction. Okay. That's also considered noise in your life. And we want to reduce the amount of noise so that you have the space to lean into what it is that you're creating and to be a participant in your life and not feel like you're always reacting to your life, but to be in charge and taking your power back in your own life. Um, so turning off all notifications. I personally don't have any notifications for um, several like group texts. Because I just, when I want to respond or look at the text messages, I will go into my app and then read what's going on in the group text. Instead of getting 100 messages a day, that's like, you know, telling me and trying to get my attention. Same thing with every app. Um, turning off all notifications on the app. The only one that I will have is an affirmation app. Uh reminding me of an affirmation that I am using and working towards every day at certain times a day. 
So that one's okay for me because that's super intentional. But notice, what are all of the notifications that go off on your phone every day that's trying to get your attention? Go through, turn all of them off without guilt. Also, while you're at it, go through and update all of your apps. But before you update all of them, look at every single one and ask yourself if you're still using that app. If not, delete, 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 delete. It's totally fine if you end up putting it back on. But, um, you know, go through and see, okay, is this really serving me right now? And maybe I want to just delete all of those. So cleaning up your phone. I also love to put um, all of my apps together in a folder that represent, they're all like in the same family of apps, okay? So all of like my apps for my banks and my money, that goes into one folder. So instead of having like four pages that you scroll through on your phone of trying to find one app, everything's all in one page for me. They're just all in their own little folders. And so that's just a nice way to kind of clean everything out, get everything refreshed, um, cleaning things out that are not serving anymore, right? This is just like the classic thing that we all do of cleaning our homes, spring cleaning our homes, but really doing it for other areas of our life. And our phone is a really, really big one to take back what it is that you um, deeply desire, which is your focus, your attention, your energy, um, and your power, Okay, and so we have to reduce the amount of noise that we allow into our world and into our life in order to uh, to do so. So, you guys, I hope that um, these six ways have inspired you, and um, you're going to take one or two of them and really uh, implement them into your routine and into your life. We talked about. Um, staying and going out into the sun as much as you can, changing up your diet and your exercise, meditating every day, setting three intentions for what you're creating this season, establishing a fun ritual uh, to declare spring with your family outside, and spring cleaning your phone to reduce the amount of noise in your life moving forward. So I'd love to hear from you. Which one of these six are you going to implement? You can head over to LinkedIn at Alicia Leadum and let me know or over on Instagram or hey, you can just email me alicia at alishaleadum.com. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, and I hope that you are just having a really, really great time and you're feeling this energy And I just feel like it's going to be such an amazing season. So many exciting things are coming um, out of my world. And if you're listening to this, you're a part of my world. So get excited. The book is coming with a few other special surprises. I'm not going to say yet. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave this here, you guys. We have lots of fun things coming up with some guests some really cool topics, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, So be sure to head to alishaleadum.com and sign up for the book launch because you do not want to miss when this book is coming out. I will see you next week. Namaste.